0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
1: From MPB Think Radio, this is Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Kamel King is out on assignment. As we do every Friday, we'll be traveling across the state letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi a unique and fascinating place to live. We'll start this road trip off today in Oxford for the 5th Annual Arter Limits Fringe Festival. Then we'll head over to DeSoto County for the first Friday Back Porch Party. Next we'll move to Tupelo for Dulcimer Day at the Natchez Trace Parkway Visitor Center. We'll end the show with music guest Jason Daniels of the Jason Daniels Band. Don't go far, because we're going on an artful ride here on Next Stop Mississippi.
0: You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
1: This Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller of MississippiToday.org, here with you this beautiful Friday, as we are every Friday, traveling across the state, letting you know about people, places, and events that make Mississippi a great place to live. Maybe you're tuning in from the Neshoba County Fair. Maybe you're tuning in from work or at your kitchen table. Either way, we're really glad to have you with us today. It's been a wonderful summer, and Michelle McAdoo, our producer, has been very busy bringing in all of these wonderful guests and events happening around the state. But hey, if you haven't gotten a call from Michelle and you've got an event happening in your community, give us a call this morning. We're taking calls 18776727464. That's 1877 MPB ring. We'd love to hear from you. Now, when I say we, I mean me. Kamel King is out on assignment today, so do give us a call. I'm a little lonely in the studio. Now, it's been a great week, as I said, and we've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. A lot of arts activities happening in Mississippi throughout the weekend, and we'll dig into some of those this morning. I do want to mention, if you want to come out and say hey to me, I will be in Natchez next Saturday, August 11th, at Natchez Brewing for Mississippi Today's Newsroom from the Taproom event. That starts at 4.30 Check it out on Facebook and come by and say hello. That's next Saturday, August 11th at Natchez Brewing. Now on the lines joining me is our good friend and regular guest, Wayne Andrews. He's the director of Yachna Patafa Arts Council. Welcome, Wayne.
2: Thanks for having me back.
1: Good to have you. Now you uh, have done it again. I just must say I, I was dizzy as I was reading through all of the wonderful activities you have planned that have already begun for your fifth annual, take that, five years of Arter Limits Fringe Festival. Wayne, get us started by talking a little bit about the concept behind this really unique three-day event.
2: So Mississippi really is rich in arts and culture. I think it's probably should be considered our, our state export. And we've created an event that is about giving people a chance to see all the talent from across the state. So it is three days of art samplers, mini performances by uh, stand-up comics, dance troops, aerialists, magicians, uh, uh, mu- musicians, visual artists from all across the state. You can come to one place, see a sampling of everything that goes on and what makes their town great, and hopefully then you'll go and visit that town and see the great performing arts uh, you know, in Jackson or the dance troupe out of Fulton. You'll you'll learn about how rich our state is. Uh, so it's a collaborative effort where we're really trying to get everyone to go see each other's great uh, body of work and the talents that are here and support each other.
1: That's very cool. I love how Yakna Arts Council has really taken the mantle to be a connector of artists and arts organizations around the state. It's super cool. Now, Wayne, just a minute ago, you said you've got many arts festival ac- or arts activities happening this weekend. Now, do you mean many as in M-A-N-Y or many as in M-I-N-I? Because you've got these this series of really cool kind of short events, um, performances and plays that are really easy to get into and take a bite and maybe move on to something else.
2: You know, it's I, I hadn't thought of it that way, so it's kind of interesting you brought it. I wish I had thought of that clever description of both many and many. <laughs> uh, so it is many. We'll have 40 experiences in four days. Wow. And they are designed to be about 40 minutes each. So you can experience several things. So the, the biggest fear we had is, oh, if you think you're going to the theater, well, it's a two-hour experience. And you're not going to go see something else. So, we've asked everyone to prepare something that's about 40 minutes. So, if you don't know you like modern dance, maybe a 40 minute performance isn't intimidating. You can watch it, you can decide if you like the experience, and then you can stay for the next show. Oh, well, live theater's next. I'm, I'm going to stay for that. Uh, and we have some great talent. Some of it is also uh, people that are from Mississippi that are now professional performers somewhere else that are coming back to show what they learned here, how our state is influencing away, uh, and talk to the other artists that are in our state and say, you know, what we have is what people want. Um, and the event is next week. It's uh, August 9th through the, the 12th.
1: Oh, forgive um, me. August 9th through the so 12th. I've got, got people knocking down your time. door today.
2: <laughs> yeah, everyone's got time to plan and come. So, uh, so yeah, we, we'll kick off next Thursday, August 9th. Uh, and we will run through uh, uh, Sunday, the, the
3: 12th.
1: Okay, wonderful. Now, the Powerhouse Arts uh, Complex is really your home base, but a lot of these events are taking place throughout the, Ar- the Oxford community.
2: They are. We've got them spread throughout Oxford, so you get to walk, you get to see the historic homes, you get to see the museums, you get to uh, – we'll be having mini-concerts in, in uh, uh, a balcony law office Uh, We're having events outside on buildings. We'll be doing our first projection event where artists will be uh, projecting artwork, photography uh, on on buildings in the downtown square at night. Wow. You can can sit on a balcony and have something to eat and see the experience, or you could wander and walk. Uh, I think we've got 15 artists coming to do the projection. So we can, can be part of the experience. You can bring your family That's something Uh, really
1: modern, a a projection show. Uh, I love that idea of the light and the different interpretations of space. I think that's going to be fascinating.
2: Well, our biggest concern is that, you know, getting people to understand that that we do have a a state rich in in art and culture, and people forget to walk through the door or uh, cross that threshold. So we're going to take the art out into the public. Uh, You know, we're doing things at... Uh, an outdoor pavilion. We're having klezmer music and food. We're having uh, an outdoor creative experience. We're having a scavenger hunt that involves art. We're having a a make-your-own collaborative art project where you have to meet people and actually make artwork together with objects that you are going to have to draw out of a box that you can't see. (laughs) Uh, So we've really got all of these things that are collaborative so people can you can dip your toe in. You can try something. You know, I I really think I enjoy this. Maybe I should be going to the museum and seeing what they have. Maybe I should go down to Jackson and, and, and see what the uh, State Museum have. I should probably go to Ocean Springs and see what is going on at the Mary Sea. Uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of people don't know that we have a Mississippi Theater Association that has a very, very vibrant uh, group of theater companies that produce original and new work. And so We want people to know that's how great our our state is. Um, And the second part of what happens, while we have all these groups together entertaining you, they're all meeting in the mornings before the performances to talk to each other and ask how can they collaborate? How can they improve the work they're doing and how can we raise up what we're doing and, and make our arts and culture even stronger?
1: I think that's excellent just a great opportunity for artists to meet one another in Mississippi I imagine uh you might bump into other artists from the state uh, maybe at a conference or somewhere out of state so a great way for artists to meet artists within our state lines now it seems to me that for this uh 3-day event as you said August 9th through the 12th it's not this weekend guys so hold your horses um one of the themes that runs through all of these programs is the element of surprise as I read through the descriptions of all of the activities you have planned, there's kind of like a secret secret ingredient or a secret um you know art medium that plays into a lot of these events
2: there there is We want people to uh, be part of the experience uh, we, we don't want this to be passive. you know so many people think art is a passive activity well. You can be part of the creative process. We want people to realize it is something they can do uh, and they can have an interest in. And then they can also realize when someone is doing it well that you start to – you'll understand, wow, that's why this person is a very good dancer or why their visual art is so captivating. I understand the language and the vocabulary. Uh, and you know we kind of want people to understand the breadth of things that are defined as, as art. Um, so, yeah, we do kick off uh, uh, with a uh, cocktail contest. We have uh, mixologists from across the state coming this year from Starkville and Tupelo and Taylor and Oxford uh, and Cathead and Republic Liquors are sponsoring it. These bartenders are going to walk in and get a mystery uh, ingredient, and they have to create a cocktail right then. Mm. Uh, So it's a challenge. It's fun. It's also participatory because the audience is the judge. You get to sample the cocktails. Uh, So we want people to understand that Mississippi's food culture is creative, is vibrant. It's something people come to. You can go anywhere in the world and start talking about Southern food and cuisine, and everyone knows what you're talking about. They understand, it, and it's part of our culture. Uh, so we're, we're being a little more playful with it. Um, Friday night, we have artists coming together for an event called The Secret Show.
1: Yeah, now this uh, is a recurring uh, event, right, that you've hosted before, Secret Show. It seems to be a popular part of the the schedule.
2: It is. So it's, uh, it's secrets in several ways. It is... Both the location is a secret. You have to buy a ticket to get the invitation. Um, We tell you the date. We tell you the time. We don't tell you what's going to happen. And every year it's been a different theme. We've had airplanes and travel. We've had um, finger paints and puppets. Uh, This year it is, uh, I can tell you, we have a group of artists who have come together. And you will have to be part of creating a work of art. Ooh. So you're going to be part of the experience. We won't tell you what you're going to create. We're not going to tell you what medium it's in. Uh,
1: Will it stain it, my clothes? That's what I really need to know.
2: Yeah, but it's going to be, we guarantee you're going to have a good time.
1: Okay, well, that's that's fair enough. I love that. And, and every day, like recurring events through the week, you've got this very cool blind book exchange where you've wrapped new and gently used books, and you kind of come in and, and grab a book and, you know, you're surprised, or you you get you know introduced to a new author. The same with a blind T-shirt exchange. What a great idea to uh, share! Maybe an an overabundance of very cool T-shirts that we all have from the years. Um,
2: it, it's a uh, we've got things that are, that everyone can can do. Uh, part of what we want is you know we've got these blind exchanges placed around the square, so you will go explore the space and you'll bump into some into things that we have going on. Uh, so they're they're strategically planted so that it's a fun activity. It doesn't cost anything. And maybe while you're walking between those places, you'll stumble onto the fact that we might have painters outside creating original works of art. Or, oh, wait a minute, this led me right by the museum. I should go inside. Uh, so it really is designed to be let's have a little fun. Let's, we can go as a family or we could just stroll as a group of friends. Uh, and start sharing what we are all passionate about, the book exchange, uh, which Square Books helps us with. I can, I can also tell you that they're new books, um, and we have two first editions, one signed uh, by John Grisham and one by Bill Nye. So you can go through and find something that is a, you know, wow, this is right off the shelf. This is fantastic. We hope you'll also bring your own book and, and put one in there like, this book means a lot to me. I wish people would read this book put it in the basket for someone to find, take a new book and go discover something new.
1: Very cool. Now, uh, Wayne, we're running out of time, but we do you do have a, a wonderful day planned for Saturday as well, even really kind of a half day of events on Sunday afternoon. Will you tell our listeners where they can go to really dig in, uh, explore the, the weekend schedule, and learn more about how to get involved?
2: Sure. It is. Uh, so it is August 9th through 12th. It's the Archer Limits Fringe Festival. You can find it at... Oxford fest.com or you can find all of our year-round events at OxfordArts.com. Tickets are for one day. You can buy a ticket for one day and just come experience a day, or we have discounts if you buy multi-day passes. Um, and it's, it's a great weekend of events, 40 events in four days.
1: Wonderful! Forty events in four days. Thank you, Wayne Andrews. Really appreciate you being on the show today. It is time for our first break. But hey, got a question for you? Do you know what famous Mississippi writer calls Oxford home? Now this is a trick question because we've got a few, but there's one that maybe uh, more more know that name than others. All right, I'll tell you when we return. But get ready, we're headed to DeSoto County for the front porch party this is next up Mississippi on MPB think radio
4: standing on the square breathing in the air the William Faulkner once walked through and if all of my nights were as peaceful as last night I'd sleep every day till noon
0: mpbonline.org is the destination for everything Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Catch up on past shows from Think Radio, check out MPB TV or Music Radio, and become a sustaining member all from one place. Get connected now at mpbonline.org. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
1: to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org. Before the break, we spoke with Wayne Andrews about the fifth annual Arter Limits Fringe Festival happening next weekend August 9th through the 12th in Oxford. Now, we asked you before we went into break what Mississippi writer calls Oxford home, and Oxford is the home of renowned author John Grisham. It's also the home to Beth and Finley, who we're featuring on MPB as part of an evening with Claire and Beth Ann, Tom Franklin, Mary Miller, John T. Edge. I'll get myself in trouble if I keep this list going, but hey, Oxford is the hub for writers. All right, joining us on the phones, we we welcome Margaret Yates, Executive Director of DeSoto Arts Council. Hi, Margaret. Hi. Well, we're super pleased to have you on the show today to talk about your first Friday back porch party. But before we get into uh, tonight's event, let's talk a little bit about DeSoto Arts Council. Tell us a bit of history of your organization.
5: Well, we've been around since before 1999 we were incorporated as a 501c3 then but we have been in various locations around Hernando we are um, we covered the Soto County and our artists and the things that we do but we're located in the county seat Hernando and we have uh, been in the banks mansion and now we're in the old Um, city hall building on highway 51 and uh, we have renovated it and we have the back porch now so we're excited to use it for those parties and we um, feature local artists and artisans so every month in the summer we have uh, art shows exhibits that uh Feature the things that our artists have done. We do other things throughout the rest of the year, but uh, summer is really focused on the local people. And we have a gift shop that we, um, everything in it is made by local people. And we're excited to, to offer that and let people know about it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's a wonderful resource, especially if you want to give a really unique and special gift to a friend or someone in your family. There's nothing better than handmade local art. That's, that's the truth.
5: Now, right, in- and we have things for, for children to every age.
1: Oh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. Now, Margaret, in DeSoto County, do you find that you have, you know, a particular area of the arts where you guys really thrive? Do you have a lot of visual artists? Are you uh, more so seeing dancers or musicians?
5: We focus primarily on the visual arts, um, but we want to include every kind of art there is. And at our parties, we feature musicians who want to share their art. Uh, so, We have a variety of people that come, from folk people to country to blues, and we really love our blues here in (laughs) DeSoto County. So tonight we will have uh, Johnny and Marianne Pickett playing for us. So we will feature the live music. Um, So we just sit around the back porch and enjoy the art that we have and uh, listen to the music.
1: Now what uh, what kind of music do Johnny and Marianne Pickett play? You
5: know, I have never heard them. Some um, some of our board members know them and spoke to them, so I'm excited to hear. I really don't know what they play.
1: Well, I'm sure it'll be good. Live music is usually good, no matter if it's your thing or not. It's always nice to see some folks uh, displaying their talents, talents that I don't possess, but I really do appreciate. Now, well, I
5: don't have them either.
1: Now, Margaret, you mentioned, you know, folks will come out, they'll enjoy the arts. You you do have, of course, locally made arts in your gift shop. Do you have a special exhibit or anything on display in addition to the live music?
5: Right. This is our reception for our August exhibit, which is called the End of Summer. And I know we've got a lot of hot days left, but uh, school is starting, so summer is over for those kids. And the art doesn't really reflect that, but that's what we've called it. So a few people have have accommodated us and done things that depict the end of summer but it's a beautiful exhibit and um, it is all local.
1: Now you've mentioned several times kids and families the back porch party is this something all ages can get involved in?
5: Many people bring their children we don't have a lot that stay very long but they do come and they do enjoy the art and they enjoy seeing each other and listening to the music too so they're welcome Um, we do a lot of things for children, but this is not specifically for them, but we do welcome them.
1: Absolutely, sure, sure. Now, it sounds like when you moved into the old City Hall building there on Highway 51 and you got this great back porch, that was sort of uh, the impetus for the series. Was there uh, another motivation behind presenting these monthly arts events?
5: We originally wanted to have um, art walks, and it was so hot in the summer that people really didn't want to get up and walk around the uh, the square, uh, but people still do. And some of our merchants are open, but we have transitioned to what came naturally, which was the Back Porch Party. We turn on the fans and get the fans out that we fan each other with, have some great hors d'oeuvres, and um, it's the art really that, that pushes it, though. Um, every first Friday we do this from May through August, and this year, we're going to extend it to September, because usually Labor Day interferes, but the first Friday is on the 7th this year, so it'll be after Labor Day weekend. So it will be an introduction to this fabulous show that we're going to have, the exhibit of Bill Ferris's um, black and white photos, and we're calling it The Blues in Black and White, because it depicts 19 late 1950s and 60s photos that mr ferris did of blues musicians in all kinds of situations and he has put them in a book that tells the story and it's an exciting very interesting book that tells about the lives of these people that that were the originators of the blues in mississippi and some of them are heartbreaking um but it's It's an important book and an important work, so I'm just really pleased that we can offer these black-and-white photos that are on loan from Ole Miss at the Center for Southern Culture. Um, But I would encourage everybody to come out and see that on September the 7th, and it'll be up for the month of September and into October for a week.
1: That's so exciting. I'm I'm a big fan of Bill Ferris, a great American, a wonderful uh, Mississippi native and— Goodness knows his work really does expand the years, but it sounds like you've got a really interesting selection of those black and white blues images to share in September and good timing for Bridging the Blues, for all of the blues events that begin happening in the fall. I'm sure you'll see a lot of travelers coming through to check out that exhibit.
5: Right, but this is also an introduction to um, the um, the festival that's put on, the Backport, the front porch jubilee i'm getting my porches mixed up <laughs> but the front porch jubilee that the friends of on theater put on and we we coordinate with them to do a night of a blues jubilee on october the 12th which this is most of the things that we do are free to the public but this one is a fundraiser that we do and we will have um a dinner and an interview with sharday thomas otha thomas's granddaughter um who does the drum and fife that was brought down from things that were done in the Civil War. Um, and then we'll have music by Cody Dickerson of the North Mississippi All-Stars that night, too. So um, that'll happen on October the 12th.
1: Wow, that's great. Yeah, Charday and Cody together, always uh, a really fun uh, group to follow because they've got their roots there in um, in your neck of the woods. So it's wonderful right. you're able to bring those folks home and celebrate them as you Uh, work towards raising some money as well. So lots to look forward to in DeSoto County. Margaret, tell our listeners where they can go to learn more about what's happening at the Arts Council and in and around DeSoto County.
5: Well, of course, they can like us on Facebook, which we would love for them to do. We uh, keep our website up to date, and they can check there at desotoarts.com. Or they can come by, and we would love for them to come by so we can meet them at 2465 Highway 51 South, just north of the square in Hernando.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much, Margaret. It is time for us to take another quick break. But when we get back, we'll speak with Linda Sullivan about Dulcimer Day happening this Saturday in Tupelo. But first, do you know what a dulcimer is and what the name means? We'll find out when we return. This is Next Stop Mississippi, only on MPB Think Radio.
0: Right. Run me in the morning, run me later Now don't you want to rock? Don't you want to rock? Don't you want to rock? Rock me, mama, rock me all night long. If you're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio, we appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
1: stop mississippi on mpb think radio i'm mary margaret miller with mississippitoday.org i'm riding solo kamel king is out on assignment you're listening to some beautiful dulcimer music and we're about to dig into dulcimer day at the natchez trace parkway visitor center in tupelo but before the break we spoke with our friend margaret yates about desoto arts council's front Back porch party, back porch party All right, let's head over to Tupelo to learn more about the dulcimer and dulcimer music Welcome, Linda Good morning Good morning We've got Linda Sullivan on the line with us She's with the North Mississippi Dulcimer Association Now, Linda, before we took the break, we asked our listeners What is a dulcimer and what does that name mean? Now, I imagine if anyone can answer that question, Linda, it is you
3: well, there there's a lot of information out there but uh a dulcimer is uh, a type of zither. And uh, a zither is any musical instrument featuring strings that's cro- uh with their strings uh stretched across their sound box. Mm. Um the dulcimer um the the appalachian dulcimer or mountain dulcimer is unique to this uh to the American addition to the fretted Zither family.
1: Oh, wow.
3: the, uh, The name dulcimer is a combination of Greek and Latin, and it means sweet song or sweet sound. And that's what we try to make when we play. We are not always able to do that, but uh, that's our endeavor. <laughs> well, the
1: music we uh, we heard coming in certainly was sweet. And uh, the mountain dulcimer, I imagine that is the, the type of dulcimer your group in um, North Mississippi really utilizes for most of your performances.
3: Yes, uh, most of our players do play the mountain dulcimer. We do have uh, several members that play the hammer dulcimer. And that music that we heard sounded like a hammered dulcimer, but I'm not sure. But both are beautiful.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. I'm so impressed that you can tell the difference by ear. And I'll I'll have to learn more about the dulcimer so I can do that one day as well. Now, Linda, you are one of the lead musicians in the North Mississippi Dulcimer Association. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came across this instrument and how you got involved with this organization?
3: My husband and I were shopping at the Tupelo uh, uh, Flea Market in the late 90s, and we heard this beautiful music, and we just followed it. And it was Hammer dulcimer, much like what we were listening to. And we bought the CD. I think it was the Smoky Mountain uh, uh, Band, and we still have that CD. Wow. But uh, we loved that music. And uh, a friend of mine had just joined the North Mississippi Dulcimer Association. And we were coming through Mountain View, Arkansas, and I went to the, sh- the uh, dulcimer shop, the McSpadden shop there, and they gave demonstrations. And I really wanted that dulcimer, but uh, it was pretty expensive, but I really wanted that dulcimer. <laughs> <laughs> but I got back to my vehicle, and I looked at my husband, and I said, I'm going back, and I'm going to buy that dulcimer. <laughs> Good so for that's you. How got, that's how we got started. Uh, Had you, you ever played an instrument before? Uh, I have uh, played around with the piano, but I am not good at um, at music. I mean, I can read some music, but uh, the North Mississippi Dulcimer Association was actually created by Forrest and Eileen Smith, at, who lived at Boonville at that time. And it, uh, it's under the umbrella of Windy River Dulcimer Society, which uh, creates the strum tabs for us. And these strum tabs are created in such a way that you do not have to read music. You do not have to have any musical talent. It's uh, numbered tablatures, and the numbers are uh, matched to the frets on the dulcimer. Wow. So if you can, if you can read numbers, you can play the dulcimer. I could maybe oh, do that. Oh, you can do that, and we can. We can. Our, our goal is to teach anyone within five minutes, and you can spend the rest of your life enjoying it.
1: Wow, that's uh, so cool! It's
3: not, it is the dulcimer. is an easy instrument to learn to play, and it's it being used in some of the schools now to teach children because it is an easy instrument to play. I mean, you can make it as complicated, and there's some great dulcimer players out there. But we play a very easy-to-learn uh, style, and you do not have to be able to read music, like I said.
4: That's um, great. We play
3: every beat of the music, so you don't have to know how quick to play that eighth note or that sixteenth note or how long to hold that whole note. We're playing every beat. And we play in such a style that uh, 30 or 40 or 50 people in our group can come together and play without a lot of practice. I mean, but we are we are a community-based uh, association, and we have these community-based clubs in uh, different uh, in different communities uh, in three states right now. Uh, the group that plays at the Natchez Trace Welcome Center is usually from Mississippi, Tennessee, and Alabama, and there'll be times that uh, some of the members will never have played together, and but yet. Because of the style that we play, we can come together and play. And it's 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 really unique, and we, we really enjoy it.
1: Yeah, what a wonderful, wonderful way to build community. I imagine you just kind of have an instant connection with folks when you're playing this dulcimer together. I, I watched right. some YouTube videos of, of your organization, North Mississippi uh, Dulcimer Association, Uh, performing. And as you mentioned, it's a really large group of players. uh, The video I saw was at least 30 people. And everyone, the dulcimer sits in your lap, I believe, or maybe on a stand. It's it's flat. Um, And it was so interesting because the sound is so rich and so layered. But I think what what I'm hearing you say is that everyone really is playing the same notes, yet it sounds so complex.
3: We are playing the same notes. Now, the The difference in the sounds will be from the the different instruments. uh, The wood used on the dulcimers, like the the walnut uh, wood that's used on my dulcimer, plays a deep sound. But my husband plays a cherry, and it's a brighter sound. So all of these different types of dulcimers, and then the different brands. So you don't have just one sound. When you put them all together, it is unique. And you will have some playing melody just the melody strings, and then you will have some cording. So uh, we we, uh, we don't just have one sound. It's a combination.
1: Wow, that's so cool. I just love it. I love it. Now, you guys will be at the Natchez Trace Parkway Visitor Center this Saturday, correct, August 3rd?
3: Uh, yes, we will be there from 10 o'clock until 1. We take two breaks, and at, at the breaks, we, we teach anyone that is interested. We give them a quick lesson. And uh, sometimes we have a good audience, a uh, good number. And uh, sometimes we play to the spouses. But, <laughs> uh, um, we we usually have a, a good audience, and they're they're from all parts of the United States, and sometimes out of con- out of the country. And we we've, we've had I i had forgotten what country he was from, but he was on the front row, videoing us one time, and then sent it. He he called his people at at home. And played it. And that was uh, something very different for us.
1: Yeah, what a treat. That's really great when people enjoy your music. I know for a lot of right. musicians, it's just as much, uh, it's it's as important to have someone enjoy your music as it is to enjoy it yourself. So right. that's really wonderful. I,
3: another thing I would like to mention, these community-based clubs, they have ministries within themselves. They play at the local uh, nursing homes, uh, assisted livings, Churches, community events—they—they they each each of these clubs are dedicated to to their communities.
1: Well, I noticed the- that there uh, there is a South Mississippi Dulcimer group. Do you know those folks down there?
3: We we may know some of those. I know the ones in the Vicksburg club uh, very well, but we have some from uh, the Hattiesburg area that we are familiar with, and sometimes uh, when we go to we we go to. Uh, Mountain View, Arkansas, in September of every year. And we have a reunion with Forrest and Eileen Smith, who now live in Nebraska. And uh, we all gather in Mountain View and sometimes we will see the ones from the different areas. And that, that's also a neat thing that we do.
1: Absolutely. Now, I, with the dulcimer being a, a more traditional instrument, um, Linda, have you ever taken on an apprentice? An apprentice? Yeah.
3: we our clubs are teaching clubs, so uh, yes, we, we, we will teach anyone that wants to play.
1: That's awesome. That is so great. Now, uh, the Natchez Trace Parkway Visitor Center is a regular stop for the North Mississippi Dulcimer Association. Tell our listeners what days you're there and what time.
3: We play at the Welcome Center in Tupelo, the Natchez Trace Welcome Center, um, the first Saturday of every month. From ten o'clock until one o'clock, and except for the two breaks, we're pretty well playing continuously. We uh, we play something like uh, forty one or forty two songs. Uh, we we have uh, we do not uh, have singers to, but very few songs. But we do have uh, about three ladies that have beautiful voices, and they do sing to uh, three or four of the songs, and it. Uh, it, it makes the break. But uh that's and our music ranges from uh buy them cabbage buy them cabbage down <laughs> to how great their art. <laughs> We even have a Bob Dylan took two or two and a Merle Haggard, so we can play a large selection. Of <laughs> That's
1: things. quite the range. That is wonderful. Well, Linda Sullivan, thank you so much for joining us on Next Top Mississippi today. I've learned a lot, and I really do appreciate you sharing a little more about this very special instrument, the dulcimer, and about your organization as well. So I hope people will come out uh, to hear your beautiful music tomorrow.
3: We certainly appreciate you giving us this opportunity, and we're we're. Very grateful to the Natchez Trace Parkway service for allowing us to play there.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's a beautiful facility. So if you're not coming for the music.
3: It is beautiful.
1: Yeah, go to to check that out. It's really special. All right, it is time for our final break. Uh, But first, another little bit of trivia. What city in Mississippi was the first city to gain electric power in America? Stay tuned for that answer. Plus, we'll welcome our last guest, musician Jason Daniels. Don't go far. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio.
0: MPB News is leading the way, covering stories that matter to Mississippians with five first place awards from the Associated Press, including breaking news, radio achievement and public affairs reporting. Your source for a deeper look at today's top story is MPB News.
3: Back to school means a fresh start, a clean slate. But since teachers rarely write on slate chalkboards anymore, it's a clean laptop or tablet, plus all the other school gear your child needs for a great year of learning. So when you're buying those school supplies, give yourself a great year of learning with all the news and quiz programs you love on MPB Think Radio. Keep those programs coming by rounding up your change from those school supplies. Go to mpbonline.org to see how easy it is. It's going to be a great year
0: you're listening to next stop mississippi on mpb think radio
1: MPB Think Radio inside Next Stop Mississippi. You just heard You're an Angel by Jason Daniels Band, our special music guest in the studio with us today. I'm Mary Margaret Miller with MississippiToday.org. Before the break, we asked you, what Mississippi city was the first to gain electric power in America? And that answer is Tupelo. It was in 1934. All right. In studio, so pleased to have us uh, to have today Jason Daniels of the Jason Daniels Band along with Rob Wicks' bassist. Great, great to see you guys.
4: Pleasure to be here.
1: Well, uh, really fun when we get to have musicians in the studio, not only because it's just a wonderful way to connect, but because I get presents. I am holding a beautiful uh, vinyl copy of Jason Daniels Dashboard Visions and Rearview Reflections. So excited to add this to my collection.
4: Well, I hope you enjoy it.
1: <laughs> Thank you, sir. Absolutely. Now, I, we've done a bit of research on you today, and uh, it's been really fun learning about you. You're a name I have known and heard for many years, but you've got a real long story, a deep story in in music. Jason, talk a little bit about how you got started.
4: Um, well, I, you know, I just, I, ever since I was a little kid, um, I had, I was interested in writing songs and stuff like that. Um, My uncles were out of Nashville. Their names were George and Paul Ritchie, and um, they worked with people like uh, George Jones. And my uncle George was married to Tammy Wynette, and he wrote uh, The Grand Tour and A Picture of Me Without You. (laughs) Wow. Um, But when I was a little kid, they used to send me their little 45 uh, singles that they'd cut as demos. And so I grew
1: up. You were early hooked.
4: Yes, yes.
1: Fair enough. Now, you, you've you done a, a great bit of traveling throughout your career, but you choose to kind of keep Mississippi as a home base. Talk a little bit about that from an artist's perspective.
4: Well, you know, I, I'd spent uh, my life learning about um, different types of music, whether it's the Blue Herbs or country or, you know, anything that morphed out of that. Um, I was living in Nashville uh, before I moved here to Mississippi, and we just came here to visit. And, you know, it's just like this is like the cradle of American music, and so I just felt drawn to come here sort of and breathe the air and drink the water, not necessarily the tap water, but, you know. (laughs) We do have to be careful of that.
1: (laughs) Well, that's wonderful. Now, uh, you've brought with you today one of your band members, Rob Wicks. Talk a little bit about how you guys came to play together.
2: (laughs) Happened about, uh, we just moved here, my wife and I moved here in August of last year. Oh, great. From Atlanta and met a few people, and they said Fondren After Five was taking place. So we went down there, I got up and stage, jammed with them, and Jason had, was playing also that night, so I listened to him, liked his music, bought his vinyl album off him that night, exchanged numbers, and then a couple of weeks later, we just got together and started jamming.
1: I love that about artists and musicians. There's no, like, long interview process, we're not going to get back to you in 8 to 10 days. I mean, it's really yeah. an instant connection.
4: Yeah, it yeah. was.
1: That's wonderful. And so you guys are playing together regularly. You're still a very active musician. Um, Talk a little bit about how the music scene has evolved or changed um, throughout your career as a performer.
4: Um, Well, throughout my career, you know, I mean, it started out when we used to try to get gigs. We'd have to uh, copy, have our double cassette recorder and copy our cassettes and go to the, you know, Kinko's and print out everything. But now everything's digital, so... It's a great thing you know it's easier to record it's it's easier to distribute your stuff out to the world and to people, but at the same time because it's easier, more people are doing it so' saturated so, yeah
1: absolutely now the the album I'm holding you put out in 2013, but I understand you're working on some new music right now
4: yep yeah, uh, we're cutting a, cutting an album right now to tape. Uh, all analog at uh, Malico Studios. Oh,
1: how exciting!
4: And um, it's a, it's a the working title right now is called Downloads from the Universe. Um, but That's it's a uh, great title. It's um it's all songs that I've written in about the last year, uh, minus two of them, and um, they all have a theme. There's just you know just with um our our uh, the the environment right now, social and political, and there's just you know, so much negativity going on around, I really tried to write some songs, they actually feel like they came through me. That's why I titled this, the album that. But I really wanted to write something with a positive message, uplifting, unifying. And so uh, that, that's what this album's going to be about.
1: Well, I really do think it's going to take um, art and artists to bring together what feels like a very divided society we live in right now. So, I don't. I, I'm seeing this beautiful uh, Taylor guitar uh, leaning against the wall here. Would you be willing to play us uh, a little something? It doesn't have to Gladly. be one of the new songs. But yeah,
4: I'd actually. I'd like to play a new song. Uh,
1: thank you. And uh, an MPB exclusive, yeah, Jason Daniels' world debut
4: here. <laughs> That's uh, great. So, anyways. The song's called Music is a Prayer. Every time you sing a song, send a whisper to the wind. And never knowing where it's going. Oh, where it's going. It's a never-ending story wanna hate and love and spite Some people listen to the words Associate them with their lives There ain't no right, there ain't no wrong. Cause you're singing your own song On the stage of Cyberworld It's your whisper to the world Every time you sing a song, you are sending up a prayer, cause music is vibration, let your frequency be clear, there ain't no right, there ain't no wrong. you're singing your own song, let your frequency be clear, let your music fill the air, good vibrations everywhere, cause music is a prayer.
1: Wow. Beautiful. Bravo. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you. you. Oh gosh. I really love that. Um, love the acoustic version here in the studio. That's a super special treat for me. So thank you. And, um, and I really love the message there. I think that, you know, we, a lot of us can agree that the screen does sort of create a, a veil or a divide. Uh, was there a particular moment that inspired this song?
4: Um, well, little plug here. My wife and I have a business um, in Midtown called Jackson Float. And so.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The float tanks. The float that's tanks. That's super yeah. cool. Yeah.
4: So, anyways, my thing um, since we've opened it is to go down there early in the morning just when it's really quiet and the birds are flying around and everything. And I just uh, sit out on the front porch and just uh, kind of don't think about anything and strum my guitar. And that's how all these songs came about.
1: Wonderful. That's wonderful. It's, it's interesting because um, social media and the, the, the cyber world is, is really just it's not going away. It's, it's part of our life now. But how do we mediate it? Is it with meditation? Is it with music? And it sounds like you've kind of got that figured out.
4: Still working on it, but getting better.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, speaking of Midtown, you'll be performing tomorrow as part of the Sippin' Saturday series at Lucky Town Brewery. Uh, Jason Daniels, tell our listeners a little bit about where they can find more of your music, when we might expect to be able to get our hands on this new album, Downloads from the Universe, and uh, just where they can go and learn more about you.
4: Uh, Well, you can go to jasondanielsband.com, and uh, from there you can link to about anything You want to know about me or my store or anything like that?
1: Okay, wonderful, wonderful. And uh, it's a beautiful website, a lot of really great music, easy to access, some really cool photographs. So appreciate you kind of sharing a little bit of of your world with us through that wonderful site.
4: Well, thank you. We really appreciate being here.
1: Well, thank you, Jason and Rob Wicks for being in the studio. Uh, Really glad to have you both today. We want to have you back again and talk about the new album in full when uh, when you're ready. Absolutely. All right. Well, good luck with that. Such a treat. Our music guest today has been Jason Daniels and Rob. Wicks of the Jason Daniels Band. We just heard a a studio exclusive Music is a Prayer off of the forthcoming album Downloads from the Universe. What a treat for me and for our listeners! And speaking of listeners, we want to thank you for traveling with us today and thank all of our guests for joining us this morning Wayne Andrews with the Ardor Limits Fringe Fest in Oxford, Margaret Yates for the DeSoto Art Council's Back Porch Party. Linda Sullivan with Dulcimer Day in Tupelo, and musician Jason Daniels. If you miss part of the show or you want to hear past episodes, you can listen on our website at mpbonline.org. Next Stop Mississippi was produced by Michelle McAdoo. For MPB Think Radio, I'm Mary Margaret Miller. Stay tuned for Southern Remedy for Women and join us again next week as we take another great trip around Mississippi. Only on MPB Think Radio.